One of the most nerve-wracking things is when you bring someone home for the holidays. I'm talking about someone you are dating. And you're like, okay, how is my family dynamic going to respond to this person? How is this person going to respond to my family dynamic? (laughs) What is going to happen in this situation? So you kind of get a little bit nervous of what's going to take place because you like... Dad, please behave. Mom, please behave. Auntie, please behave. Grandma, please behave. And then the list goes on to aunt, uncle, cousin, whatever. We all are raised differently. And so you're just trying to be like, let me give you just like a little warning before you walk in that this person might say this or this might hey, at. Can you make sure you wear a shirt and tie? Because they kind of trip if you don't. And if you, <laughs> all sorts of things can happen. <laughs> so for this episode, we are going to talk about Corday's song, Thanksgiving. Stream it, love it, and buy it. It's a great song to listen to this Thanksgiving week, okay? <laughs> so let's get right into it. You are listening to the Lines and Layers podcast with your host, Layers, okay? So let's get into the subject at hand. So my family... Okay, let me just put a little warning. Okay, I grew up in a very religious family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a Caribbean family. Mm-hmm. So I dealt with a lot of different dynamics that other people may not have dealt with in a normal family. But really, what family is normal? So anyways, my grandma was a very big Bible thumper Caribbean woman okay she didn't even want us to wear pants okay (laughs) she's very old school she was an older woman um I believe she passed away um she was in her hundreds or she was pushing a hundred so when it came down to visiting for the holidays it was very nerve-wracking for me to think about introducing someone to so Thanksgiving was one of those things where For my aunt, she would kind of orchestrate, okay, I did it this year, next year you're doing it, the following year you're doing it. That's what they'll do is gather together and figure out whose house it would be at. When we do find our way to whoever's home that is, then after that, there's also organization of who's bringing what and what. So there's not a double of whatever. As kids, I enjoyed actually Thanksgiving because it was that one time that I got to be around my family and it wasn't like a religious type thing. Well, not all the way. So usually I would see my family, my whole family, cousins, aunts, uncles, every Saturday after church at my grandma's house, like Cockwork, okay? Because we were Sunday Adventists. And what the religion is, is basically from Friday sunset to Saturday sunset, you can't do nothing secular. It's all about Jesus, okay? <laughs> so it was exciting to actually be able to hang out with my cousins without having that stipulation in force where we can watch, you know, the games. Well, usually the men will separate to watch the games. The women will go in a corner to gossip and then the kids will go somewhere to play and do whatever. So I really enjoyed it because I didn't grow up with sisters and I had two cousins, female cousins that were in my age bracket. So I always love to see them and play with them, talk about like boys, school, whatever. And even about some crushes I had at the church because we went to the same church and I was like, oh, I really like, <laughs> and she's like, I really like, <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> we have in the oven whatever needs to be warmed up waiting for everybody to come everyone's relaxing chilling um, once everyone comes and all the food comes and it's all warmed up then grandma does her long prayer because <laughs> grandma got some long prayers okay but grandma has some also life-changing prayers so ain't nothing more special than a grandma's prayer so 
Anyways, grandma does her long prayer and it's kind of like, can we just do this after we eat? <laughs> can we just, usually like prayers for food is like kind of short and sweet, but grandma, you know, grandma, grandma will pray. Then after that, we eat two to three hours after we eat. Then we get together and we pray as a family. It will lead out with basically grandma does the opening prayer. Then they do two to three hymns. Then there's two solos. And this is at someone's house. This is not church. It's someone's house. Okay. This is families coming together for Thanksgiving. Okay. So back to what I was saying. Um, after the two solos, you have three scriptures. After the three scriptures, there's three assigned prayers for people to do. And that's when we're at our knees at this point. After those three prayers, there's another closing prayer. And the prayers be like whatever, unless there's an issue. <laughs> I'm going to talk about some funny stuff and some family members may be upset, but it's the, just, it's just what it is. We all have family drama and we all have family fun moments that are funny now. Um, so if you did something to offend this, this certain person, they will put your name in the prayer and talk about what you did and be like, Oh, I'm going to try to forgive them. And I hope God forgives them too. And be like, Oh, it, they dropped my macaroni and cheese. And I feel like they dropped my macaroni and cheese on purpose. And whoever did that, you know, God won't like that. And did, 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 did. it'll be like a whole just ranting section. Okay. That would be the prayer it was for the certain person. So that was pretty funny. Um, and messy at the same time, but it was just like, okay, whatever. I'm about to take my little nap. Eventually, over the years, my aunt was so gracious when Thanksgiving was at her house or whatever was at her house that during those prayers, she know it would be long, and she know we were kneeling down on tile <laughs> for these long prayers. So she would um, actually give us pillows to, <laughs> to kneel down. The fact that she's like, hey, here's a pillow. You, do you need a pillow? Do you need a pillow? <laughs> like, you have to... Because she knows it's going to be a long prayer. So you're going to get a pillow for them knees because after a while, your knees start hurting. But anyways, that was what our Thanksgiving consisted of. And usually if grandma was to get there before everybody else, whoever waiting on, she's looking at at the couch like with her hands hands over her chest like this, just thinking of what, what unholy you doing that she got to tell you because God told her to tell you that she'd be unholy today. <laughs> that was grandma. But grandma... As much of a mental that she can sometimes be, she came from a very big heart. She had a very big heart. There's been times where I would not come home during curfew and be doing what I was doing. And I would go to grandma's house, whatever hour it was, and I would sleep over there and my grandpa would open the door. They would not mention it at all to my parents and I'll drive back the next day to my parents' house. Grandma was also the person like, if something's getting too hectic, if they're going too deep on you, your parent, she will step in and be like, quite piti horrible. And I'm probably not saying it really right, but basically what she was saying was just leave the child alone. And grandma, she was very, she came from a big heart. Like she was one of those people, like you get sick, you go and she'll go into the backyard. She'll put something, um, put some stuff together from her plants, put on your head. And all of a sudden your headache is gone, is gone in five to 10 minutes. Grandma was a very loving person. If you come to her house, you're sick. She'll go in the backyard, get some mint leaves and some other stuff, boil it up and make it to a tea, put it in a cup for you with some sugar and you know, you're better and like probably by the end of the week. So grandma, grandma was, was a very enjoyable character to be around. She was very funny. Even in those moments where she would finally get loose and she would dance and she would do like this little dance where she'd like clap off beat. (laughs) 
and she'll just dance and just or whatever even seeing grandma with her moos on it was a great thing to see her and my grandpa because my grandpa loved him some grandma he was like madame madame <laughs> but that's what he would call her all the time like basically madam you know but he loved him some grandma he really did it was just enjoyable to see everyone, even seeing, like, hearing my aunt's laugh. Like, she has such a contagious laugh. Seeing my dad being the jokester, making one of my uncles, he barely even spoke. He was his younger brother. Barely even spoke, but him just cracking up just to whatever my dad would put to place. Then my dad had an older brother um, that he would be around. And it's just like... When they all got together, it was just, it was so much fun. Like, I love the love that they displayed for us to grow up in because I think, like, it really grounded myself and my cousins as well. So it was really, a really good type thing to see. Um, unfortunately, things are a little different now. And, you know, um, grandma's no longer here. I lost my grandmother and my father in the same year. So it was a lot. And honestly, like, my mental health is still trying to build its way back to being normal but you know a lot of depression comes from that especially when the holidays do come because you think back about those moments of with grandma with grandpa grandpa also passed away too but my dad loved his mom so much if he was still alive and witnessed that he probably wouldn't have lasted too long because he was mad when she got diagnosed with alzheimer's because it's just like my mom she doesn't remember me like it was really messing him up you know he had a lot of depression he had a lot of things that was going on but they usually say the ones that has the most jokes have the most depression inside and he would share some of those things with me i just try to help my dad to think as positively as possible but just sometimes it just it just was very very hard back then we didn't really talk about mental health like that when he passed away and i got the news I was so sad and I just started thinking about all the memories that I had with him. And during these holiday seasons, it's really hard when your leaders, your family leaders pass away. So my grandma was the leader of the whole family, right? When it comes to my dad's side and that's the side I know the most. And then my dad was mostly the leader in our immediate family. He was very family oriented. So when that piece of the family is gone, it just kind of brings a shift that no one is prepared for. And we're not prepared for anything when it comes to someone passing, period. But when that shift completely happens and you just think, oh, this is going to bring us closer and it doesn't necessarily happen that way, it's kind of sad to see. But anyways, I just reminisce of, of all those memories that I had. The food that we had was, of course, Haitian food. I think the only thing American that we had was turkey. But we had fried goats, and this is a very signature meat that we like to eat. It's called kabwits, and it's very, very good. Very, very good. Most people are used to having curry goats, but us, we fry our goat, and oh my God. Um, we also have pate sometimes, um, depending on <laughs> who's coming, because my aunt, she would be the one who usually would make pates, but she wouldn't make it every year. And that's basically like... Similar to a Jamaican patty, but it's just more compact. It's square. And Jamaican patties are like a half circle. Um, we also had um, diavic sauce pois, which is basically white rice with like a bean sauce that you put on top of your white rice. We had like um, rice and beans, rice and black beans, rice and pinto beans, rice and peas, like whatever. We had a variety of things there. We also had um, Haitian macaroni and cheese is a lot different than American macaroni and cheese. And if you were telling me which one to choose, I could not. Because <laughs> sometimes I'd be in the mood for American soul food macaroni and cheese, and sometimes I'd be in the mood for Haitian macaroni and cheese. It's just, you know, 
But always because I grew up on the food, I always will love Haitian food more than any food I have ever tried in my life. And it's really, really good. Really, really good. If you ever, there's not really like Haitian restaurants that you can get, you know, everywhere. But if you ever had Cuban food, our food is kind of similar to Cuban food. I just think about all like the different things when it came to the family. Happy I would be to see my cousins, even dressing up. Even if we were hosting Thanksgiving, I still wanted to dress up a little bit. And I'll probably just put like some slippers on because I'm like, I'm not about to wear no, you know what I mean, shoes or whatever. But it was always just a wonderful time because there was so much love in the room. So much love. And, you know, I really miss those days. You know, Thanksgiving started getting a little different as we got older. I had some cousins that were off to college. I, you know, my brother was in the military. And as for me, it was just like, well... I don't know if they're coming. If they're not coming, I'm not coming, <laughs> you know? And there's like some different things behind the scenes that took place that didn't allow me mentally to go. So I just would just not. And I started doing the traditions with my dude's family. When it comes down to my dude's family, they were in a religion where they don't celebrate holidays. So usually what would happen during Thanksgiving is my dude's mom, she would cook. They'll grab a plate, eat, and go their separate ways. They didn't really do the necessarily the dynamic that we know we all grew up to see as the standard for Thanksgiving. When I came along, I was like, I respect you guys not celebrating this holiday. I have no issue with that. But we are going to come together as a family. This is just a time for us to celebrate as a family. We don't have to put no title on it. It's just us coming together as a family and spending time with each other. So basically what ended up happening is me and my dude at our apartment, we would host Thanksgiving and we'll have his mom come and his brother come. And we'll just keep doing it like that for years. And so then after that... um, Fortunately, my dude's mom, she passed away. His brother, he was um, at two Thanksgivings after she passed away. And then he went to a separate route. And eventually he, unfortunately, passed away as well. So the heart of his family, which was the leader, his mother passed away. So holidays were not the same. When it came down to his brother passing away, he also was very like family-oriented too. Fortunately, he passed away. So the heart of his family is kind of, it's there, but it's not pumping as hard as it used to. So we started doing holidays on our own. And my mom joined with us last year because um, that was the first Thanksgiving without my dad for her. And, um, you know, I had her come over here and, you know, we had a cool time. She brought my uncle and we watched like some movies and we ate and we talked and laughed. And now we fast forward to this year. This year it's just going to be me and my dude and one other. And I'll reveal that at a later time. Um, but preparation for my tradition for my immediate family is basically like this. Two days before Thanksgiving, I'm prepping the meat. I'm cleaning it, seasoning it, letting it marinate in the refrigerator. And this is when I used to eat every meat. Now I'm a pescatarian, so I don't know what I'm going to do for Thanksgiving this year. But <laughs> basically, when I would eat turkey and eat whatever meat, I would marinate the meat two days before Thanksgiving. The morning of Thanksgiving, I'm putting the meat in the oven to, to cook. I'm cooking everything else that has to be cooked, the mashed potatoes. I will have um, little steak bites. I will have wings. All that stuff that marinated is going in the oven. Macaroni and cheese is going in the oven. I'm starting off on, you know, making my mashed potatoes, my rice, because it's just a custom. Something I'm used to doing as a child of eating rice, because we're Haitian, we're Caribbean. 
So I have like rice. I have these greens that I have from a restaurant and I kind of just kind of put the taste together. And so I made it myself with my kale greens. I usually make that. I don't know if I'm making that this year though. Um, just different type of things. And I have like to get the pie out the freezer, let it thaw out so that when it's time to eat it, it's a shorter time for it to be in the oven. That's basically what the morning is. While I'm prepping everything for Thanksgiving, I'm also making breakfast. So that is usually the alarm clock for everybody else to wake up in the house and to come eat. To come eat breakfast. Okay, you up? Cool. You're going to help me with this. You're going to help me with this. You're going to help me clean. <laughs> and that's basically what it is. After we're done with all that, then there's showers. After showers, there is a movie. After the movie, we eat again. And this is when the Thanksgiving food is starting to get eaten. Once the Thanksgiving food is eaten, we watch a couple more movies. We play some games. I have like a gang of board games, y'all, that I've done by card games, all that. Then after that, when nightfall comes, that's when we're putting up the Christmas tree and preparing for the next holiday. <laughs> and that's basically what it is for my family tradition when it comes down to Thanksgiving. Also, before we eat the Thanksgiving food, I do a short little prayer, not grandma's prayer. I do a short prayer. Thank you, God, for this food. Amen. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and then we go around in a circle and say, what are we thankful for this year? And that's basically the family tradition that is with my immediate home. But I do cherish the moments that I had growing up. I'm thankful for those moments. I'm thankful for all the hard work. Because as a child, you don't really see all the hard work and preparation it takes for these things to take place. But I'm really thankful for my aunts, for my um, for my mom, putting all this stuff together and making sure that Thanksgiving was a great thing for us to have. So now it's in my shoes to do for my family. It's a big thing for me to have to be prepping. I'm sweating. <laughs> I have, you know, cheese on my shirt or sauce on my shirt from this or whatever, you know, just getting all the set together. Even now, I still have to make my list. And this is actually being recorded the week before Thanksgiving, but you guys will see this on the week of Thanksgiving. So I still have to put some things together. I thought I got everything from the grocery store because I do one day that I buy like everything for the house. Like get a big, big a variety of whatever. So hopefully last the month. <laughs> um, but I did forget to get some marshmallows for my yams. Um, I forgot to get some brown sugar for the yams. And I need some more cheeses for macaroni and cheese for when I make that. So there's a lot of things <laughs> that I got to get together. Then I got to figure out what the main meat is going to be with me being pescatarian, okay? Going back to this holiday season and, you know, Thanksgiving, it's all about family. And this can be a very hard situation for some of us and for some of us to be accustomed to. And it might be a great season for all of us. But for those who have lost loved ones and don't have a family to go to, Try to find something that can help bring you peace. Don't spend that time alone. Um, me and my brother, sometimes we don't always go to the family Thanksgiving things because sometimes it can be a lot of pressure to be in a Caribbean family that's very Bible thumping. So sometimes we skipped out and we would actually go to the movies, just me and him, and we'll watch whatever movie. Maybe even pick something up from the drive-thru and then go home or just get hungry enough so that we eat something that my mom prepared. Because what my mom would do, she even though we would go to someone's house for Thanksgiving, she would still cook a Thanksgiving dinner to hopefully last the whole week for the house so that we can have that to eat. Because getting leftovers from Thanksgiving 
with a Haitian family is very hard. Like we eat, we eat y'all, we eat. <laughs> and it's crazy because if they see how I eat now, they'll be like, whoa. <laughs> Cause we had like big plates as children. Okay. I know that it can be very hard for some of us who have lost parents or if you don't just have family period, you don't really know who your family is. Just try your best to enjoy it to the best you can. Make your own tradition. Maybe go to the movies. There's other people that'll be there. You won't be alone. Even go, maybe going to a restaurant. We actually thought about going to a restaurant this year now that our family is so like, tight-knit. It wasn't to not eat Thanksgiving food, but everyone in my household, they eat any type of meat, and all I eat is fish. So that's what was the kind of untraditional part of it, where I was just like, I'm not making turkey. If you guys want turkey, you guys can get one from somewhere, and then I'll just eat my salmon or whatever. So that's one of the things that kind of makes it not so traditional. I think we are kind of growing in the era of tradition is kind of just becoming a new tradition of something else because circumstances are changing a lot. And so just try to find something to do. Even if you have like a whole bunch of friends, see if you can join them, go to a Friendsgiving, something you guys. But don't spend that time alone if you are able to not spend that time alone. I really hope that you guys enjoy your holiday. I hope you enjoy some of the craziness of my family when it comes down to this holiday. For those who are having a hard time with this holiday, I too am having a little bit of a hard time. I have a lot of regret with some of the family members that did pass away of not spending as much time. And then the day is just like, once your family is gone, they're gone. And all you have is those memories. And then you start thinking to yourself like, dang, like I should have just not listen to just went over there anyway, <laughs> you know, but anyways, um, I hope you guys have a great Thanksgiving holiday. Eat some turkey for me y'all. Cause I won't be eating none. <laughs> and enjoy yourselves, make your own family traditions, have fun. And I will see you guys next week for our episode of the lines and layers podcast. For those who listen on any podcast app, please give me five stars. Um, check out Corday song Thanksgiving, play it on Thanksgiving and enjoy yourself on your rides to your family's house or on your rides to restaurant movies, wherever you're going to be. For those who are watching on YouTube, don't forget to like, comment and subscribe and also share with me some of your traditions that you do with your family or maybe some traditions that have changed from your childhood now that you have your own family or that you're consistently having still. Just go around in circle. Just think over this year. There's something to be thankful for because there's someone out there that wishes that they can be in the position that you are in. And for those who don't celebrate Thanksgiving, I'm not telling you to, but also spend some time with your family. I will see you guys next time. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and I will see you guys later. All right. Bye.